one, you've been malleable throughout the time here in this country, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, things literally change all the time, right? Right. Um, so we got to understand now that we're going to have to change, and we're going to have to change some of our habits, and we're going to have to do things a little bit differently than we normally would, such as stuff like Christmas, such as stuff right. as going out and running to for like a Joe Biden, who we know has openly said he's not going to do anything and has been in office three or four days and 30-something executive orders, not one with your name in it, right? Right. So us knowing that, us understanding that, us getting that, all right, we behind the eight ball. We know for a fact that nobody cares, nobody's going to look out for it. It leads us to the first topic is our family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a unit that's been taken apart in our community. And I think that's the unit that us as young, educated black folks need to actively pursue making sure that we can make that happen for our community. Because no matter what, there is strength in numbers. And if you're not building those families and you don't have those bases, you don't have that family with a little bit of extra income to help finance you such as you would in the civil rights era, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where you had big families with a lot of people producing, even if the kids were going out and getting small jobs to handle their portion of it. And mom and dad could save up a little bit and to help with the cause and to all move together with the same kind of purpose. Mm -hmm. Whereas I've seen now, um, we've kind of split from that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is social economical. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about in regards to family today, right? Yes. Um, So we love children and that's the basis of your family and that's what you're looking for. So what we want to understand first is that it's not about you, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's always about the next generation. And I have a lot of conversations with people, family members, friends, whoever, and I'll say things and they'll be like, well, you know, if you do that, and if you know if you get to that point, then they're just going to kill you because they killed this person, they killed that mm-hmm. person, they killed this person. <clears throat> but then it comes back to, like, okay, like, I would love to die for my children. Like, it's 100% <laughs> better than cancer for me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And so I think we got to kind of get in our mindset that we have to be willing to literally give ourselves and maybe even our lives for our next generation and our kids may even have to do that and their kids may even have to do that to make this whole thing work because you got to understand it's a 450 something 500 year deficit that we're behind you know mm. we have no access to you know real money we have no access to real health care real schooling we had access to vaccines but <laughs> my language but you understand what i'm saying <laughs> so we got to kind of get in a position where we're knowing like all right this is this is our unit we're starting to move in the same order. And on top of that, we don't openly argue and bicker with our unit amongst others. Because mm. you don't really see that like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't see Asian or Korean or Japanese women saying their men aren't anything. You don't see Asian or Persian or whatever type of man saying that their woman isn't anything, right? Mexican men anything, right? That's something that you see almost exclusively within our culture. And I think that if we get to a point where, like, I understand you're going to have agreements, but no matter what, we're not against each other. Like, great example, Democrats and Republicans, right? Right. Like, literally, 
as if it's two different coins. Like, ah, oh, it's Donald Trump and them. They horrible. They were storming the thing. It's like, no, it's Joe Biden and them. They, they regulating everything and trying to let gender prevail, right? But right. at the same time, they all have the same interest in mind because, as we know, Dr. Carl Anderson says it best, it's a race to the finish. So either you play together or you lose by default. And we've been losing by default because we don't even understand that we're playing the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. Wow. Um, That's profound. You, yeah, but do, do, do you get what I'm saying? So Absolutely. It, it, and I wonder why. And um, so I think trauma yeah, plays yeah. a big part into why we do that. Um, and because we know those scenarios, we know those situations, um, we basically need to heal, Right. And then and then act upon that and then move forward. And so that's, to me, the hardest part. Um, that is a, a huge part of it. But once again, it always comes back to in that family, right? You got a unit and you got certain things you're working towards. Mm-hmm. And everybody's feelings matter. Mm-hmm. They do. But they really, in essence, don't matter when you got a kid who's hungry. It do, like, it doesn't matter what you have to do. That's why people get into prostitution or get into selling drugs or get into sticking a gun in somebody's face and taking something because somebody was so hungry that I had to do the lowest of the low just to get what I needed out mm-hmm. of my life. You know what I'm saying? People aren't usually doing that to have fun. And that's what it comes, that's why I'm saying if we have a mindset of like, all right, I know it's going to be bad. Or like a Joy DeGruy talked about PTSD, right? Mm-hmm. And she breaks down how the black mom's like, oh, he ain't that good. And the white lady's like, oh, my son is this, this. And then she realizes that the black child is actually further progressing her child and she's like why don't you say that but then it comes back to the slave yard where if my boy is doing so great then master may want to sell him off so i say he's dumb he's stupid he's shiftless he won't do nothing he ain't gonna make no money for you so i can keep him around and keep him close you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so and now okay boom now we understand that so as parents and people we we know it's happening and i don't think spending a whole bunch of time on that is going to do that for us. Because right. I think mental health also comes along with that economic health and what we have. Mm-hmm. And as I say all the time, $1.2 trillion annual spending habit is the eighth biggest country in the nation. There's no group of black people who can produce that like American black people have. We don't have really a money issue. We have a spending issue, and we don't have a way to spend money with each other, which is often how you, you're now doing like sort of green book thing with the directory of black businesses because it gives you an option to do so and it gives you a way where you couldn't normally find you know one or two black businesses in the area you might now find 10 to 20 and you have a couple of options to choose to just in case you know you have a bad experience at one like black business owners are business owners everybody makes mistakes and things will happen but if you have more options to search through that then you have more options to spend money with each other which means our dollar circulates in our community more. It means now we can buy things, which means we can move up to the second floor and start to buy some legislation so people don't just shoot us in the back and get away with it, right? Right. Well, who was the person you had mentioned? You said a woman. I just wanted to, I didn't hear Joy, that. Joy DeGruy. Joy DeGruy. Okay, Joy DeGruy. Okay. She does PTSD. It's post-traumatic slave disorder. Okay. Um. She, uh, it, it, she has a a book obviously but she has if you're just a novice you can put her in google and she does a hour and a half lecture 
in London or somewhere like that, and she'll she literally will break down the parallels between slavery and modern day, and how even the psyche of the people, like not just black people, like it it all affects us. And mm-hmm. she even shows a postcard of a lynching, right? Mm-hmm. And on this postcard of the lynching, it's a group of white people standing there. And she points out this girl who kind of has like a smug, like a smirk on her face. Like she's having a good, like, she's not like cheesing, smiling, but she's like not, not smiling. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she's obviously pleased at what's happening. And then, and then it, she goes to tell you about what that did to them. So if you can go on the street and kill somebody and you can have a picnic around them, you can have fun and festivities around them. It shows that their fun has been, a part, like our our pain has been a part of their fun. Mm-hmm. That's a part of their life that has been joyous. And think about over 400 years what that does to you. You know what I'm saying? Because she was breaking it down clinically and over, what was it, like a 40-year period with trauma, not treated, it can be transferred on genetically to family members. And we've been through it for, you know, 400 straight years. And it's, we've obviously passed in trauma. But at the same time, think about all the, like, the things that we're doing and have done. Once mm. again, we have a $1.2 trillion annual spending habit. You know what I'm saying? And we all messed up in the head and we all kind of got these things that, you know, may trigger you or make you upset and, even if you don't have that, they can change the rules to make it trigger you and make you upset or just make you look like you're the aggressor or bad Negro, to say, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, it is a lot, but it, it all comes back to we got to know where we came from, not to glorify it, because the open days were cool. I would have loved to live in the 70s, right? But <clears throat> we got to understand where they went wrong. We got to understand things that they've done in the past through policy and the government, and we got to understand, like, we can't keep falling for the same stuff. Like, we right. can't keep begging a group of people who don't care about you, who wrote rules that didn't include you, who did all of these things that had you not in mind, and being like, oh, well, if we do this, they'll, they'll do that. Well, we mm-hmm. got to wait a minute, y'all. He going to definitely look out for us. Now we <laughs> changed the vote, then we rocked it. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, like, so let me ask you this, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have a lot of elders that I'm close to and they see they feel progress. You know, they feel progress. You know, they look at America and they see inclusion or the illusion of inclusion or whatever. But they literally feel that it's yeah. better because like I, I don't know. I don't think you were on that broadcast, but I was just talking to my grandfather who grew up in uh, Collins, Mississippi. And he talked about how he was spit in his face and all of these horrible things. And he's only like. I mean, 68, so it wasn't that long ago where um, all those things yeah. had been happening. And so now, fast forward to now, and they see, you know, a black president, a woman president. I mean, clearly there's going to be some type of like, we are we are working towards something. So what do you, how, I mean, how do we include those other black people who uh, do believe that Donald Trump, or who do believe that, you know, Biden is... Like, you know, they have a different perspective. So my thing is, is how do we all get, get on it. the same page? That's, that's, see, that's, that's where we, we have an issue, right? That's where we have a disconnect, is where we get on the same page. Because, you know, there's the FBA argument, mm-hmm. and including the other immigrants. There's the 
diaspora argument where we all Africans from the diaspora and everybody's the same, but we know politically that ain't real, right? We've seen it through policy. We Even through executive order, Libyans got <laughs> an executive order. So I get it, but there was one group of people who were there and, like, to bring that group and this group together, really, we just don't have to do it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, the younger people are going to have to start really not spending money, really mm-hmm. trying to acquire land, really trying to build little communities together where we can, or even just a network of products and services where we can build our own financial base. Because right now we're at the bottom. Everybody else, there's, there's a little Mexican store in every neighborhood or in every area. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a little Korean area, there's a little everything, but there's no little Africa, no little, what would you even call it? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. For it to be, they would just say the hood or the slums or the ghetto, right? <laughs> or MLK that's, that's Street. And every MLK Street is owned by another culture. I was just looking at that. Yeah, like It seems so. like there's stores, but they're not never owned by black people. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's usually a black community. It's mm-hmm. right? And those are the people who patronize it, and they're just taking checks out of those houses that are low income to begin with. But they don't have no way to get a bus. They don't have no way to you know, shop with you because it's hard to find black businesses if, if you're really just looking. So my main suggestion is, is first, don't spend money on nothing you ain't got to spend money on. Mm-hmm. Buy your groceries, buy your stuff. Um, you are a part of your family, okay? So, like, taking care of your family is taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something you have to do. I play golf. It's like 30 bucks a week. It's something I can do to get out the house for a while. I like to hit balls. I can take my kids every other weekend if I want. We can have a good time and they can get outside and I can still have fun with a little time away from, you know, being in the house now because of Corona, but, you know, work and other things that I was doing before. So that's one thing. So you gotta, you obviously have to take care of yourself, but you're not taking care of yourself in access, right? So I would cut everything down to a skeleton. I would only spend on groceries, utilities, housing, and whatever. And even that, I would itemize what I'm going to spend on those things every month. That way you know what's coming out the house and you know what's happening extra. Mm -hmm. Most people, they want you to have like 18K available just in case something happens. So you have three to six months of living expenses just in case. Now, I would hate, I hate to be that guy, but... If this was the time to be doing that, like if any time was the time to be doing that, this is the time to be doing that, brother. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it leads us to protection. Like you got to stock up on ammo. You got to get a firearm. You got to either figure you out a way to get a laser and dry fire at your house or spend some money and, and try to find some rounds to, to go to the range. But I know it's very hard because the rounds are bearing nowadays so but we do have to be in a position where let's say we do grow let's say you do get big and you do get money what you gonna do if they come in with a military like how are we gonna fight back how are we gonna stop them Mm -hmm. and we saw them run into a capital bill and those are just regular people right Mm -hmm. what are we gonna do if they come to our house you know so like 
main thing is I wouldn't spend anything. And if you can't find black people, find them and spend it with them. Mm-hmm. Always get your firearm. If you're, you know, get it legally, go take a background check. Look up a straw man's law. Look up reciprocity for each state. Um, we're kind of going, jumping around a little bit now. But, yeah, like, these, these are things that I think in the future we're going to need. And even if you don't need it, no matter what, it won't depreciate in value. It'll be something that you can hold on to. Right. So stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's one of the Always, ways you yeah. say have a firearm and you know like i i'm not a big person on the firearm thing um but just because i mm-hmm. personally feel like i just don't think that's what's gonna save me but i could be wrong everyone's like no you need one just in case and i'm like i i i personally know but i know everyone else does so it's just something that i haven't quite got my head over yet but um but as far as, okay, so we talked about finances, we talked a little bit about um, political, and I don't know if anyone else wants to chime in or um, state, you know, how they... Yeah, if we have any questions, please, yeah. Because I know we have 15 people on. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to the elders. I mean, that's something to me that I did want to dive in a little bit deeper because I feel like it's it's everything we do in our community tries to like divide and I just don't understand yeah. why we cause it's like it's just constantly like okay we're gonna divide the men and women we're gonna divide on politics we're gonna divide on gender we're always trying to like divide versus having like a unity and I think perhaps the unity is just our skin complexion maybe we should just make it color <laughs> you know you might be yeah, gay well, like, straight it, it, whatever it, but you black first politically politically and policy wise it can't be that. It cannot be that. If you are a black American who lives in America and your grandmama, great-great-grandmama, your family comes from slave lineage, it's different than if you came here after that because you weren't a part of the growth of this country. You weren't a part of the building of this country. And I ain't mad at none of them. I actually love y'all. However, black Americans are literally in the worst place of damn near anyone, not in the world, but definitely in America, full fact, on the bottom of everything, all right? And we built this shit for free, 100%. Free labor, our backs, our sweat, all of that. So for them to have however million immigrants that you're going to come in and be free before the people who are the biggest driving force in your country, we're talking about culture and everything. Mm-hmm. Is, is not cool to me. And I think we do have to kind of understand that there is a difference. And we have to understand that there are people who weren't here in the building of it, in the making of it, in the architecture and all of the major inventions and stuff like that. We we know who was here for a fact. Mm-hmm. And we know that these people have not been repaired. We know Japanese have been repaired. We know Jews have been repaired. They still give Israel money. They gave Pakistan money for train studies. And I don't even know if they allow trains and I'm sorry, let me stop saying trans people in Pakistan, right? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> this is American government. This is recent. So I hear what we're saying and I get all of that. The 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 older and the younger issue, because I, I do have a, a, a little disconnect because I think that 
I understand where the older generation comes from with the why you do the pants like that and why you live your life like that and mm-hmm. all these things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, the older generation did that at one point. Like, if you Google a picture of the Gap Band, it's five guys with, like, halt the tops and, like, mesh on. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, who's to say that that's different? Now, obviously, the subject matter then was different. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the racism was very overt and in your face and nigger this and nigger that, but we did have community until mm-hmm. integration, that is, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the main, that's it. Like, I think that I don't know how it happened because I, I, I have <laughs> an elder who lives with me and mm-hmm. we butt heads some, right? But I'm always going to love my dad, right? But we butt heads some, right? Mm-hmm. So. You, it has to be a balance because you do like, like I got a lot of swag from him. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. I lived a great life because of him. What are you saying? Like I gotta love him and stuff like that. But at the same time, like I gotta build my family and do my thing my way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we kind of get lost in the sauce. Is we continuing to look for, like I said, acceptance from people. Yeah, Even if it is your family. Now, like like I said, it's more than anything. Like I. I take my name very serious. I'm Junior's Jerry Williams III. My son is Junior's Jerry Williams IV. My daddy is Junior. I take all of that very serious, and I will always love him and that, but I still got to do my own. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't against you, and I ain't mad at you, and I ain't none of these things, but no matter what, I got to do it my way because it's my time to do it. Right. And when my kids become of age, I hope that I train them well enough for them to make the right decision when it's their time to do it. Mm-hmm. Ju, I'm yes. sorry. This is Jamal. What's up? Yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it your way. I feel yeah. like that's the mentality kind of that that has us where we are somewhat. We're always yes. feeling like we, we got to be the the one person to be different. Have to do, right, you got to be different. You got to do everything yourself. You yes, got to get it yourself. If I don't get it on my own. You know what I mean? It's, you know, <laughs> no, and I, I, I do, I do, I do, and I, I'm glad you bring that point up because that's another thing, right? Like, <clears throat> we should be able to transfer things on to our children and family, right? And yes, like I said, my people do good. Of, yeah, I, go ahead. I, 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 I just want to get this off, bro, because the building block I know. of a lot of those communities that you mentioned yeah. is the togetherness of their family. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that these generations have lived in the house together, grandmoms, um, child, and then the, the, the grandchildren, and the grandmoms is working still, the, the dad is working still, and the children doing their thing, and then when those kids want to go off and do their own thing, they're giving them, they're giving them 50000 they're giving them this, that, and the third, because mm-hmm. they all live together for however long. I've seen it. I'm from Connecticut. We yeah. got a big Jewish community, and they yeah. are thriving because yeah. they stick together. Mm-hmm. And they, yes. and they, they're all about community. But see, as, as black people, we always been told, no, you gotta get out at eighteen. Your mm-hmm. mom telling you this, yes. you gotta go see the old thing. <laughs> I'm not with <laughs> you. 
that's not no, like I that's think not... that you're right. No, don't, don't take it wrong. Like I gotta do my own thing. Like I have to be separate from somebody because I don't think I don't think that that's right. My as you, as I said at the beginning, my father lives with me, right? So right. I understand bringing them back in because it makes it easy. It helps with them. He's with the kids. He get to see the family. It's all G, right? But right, like you said, we should be able to do that thing, and that's what I'm saying at the beginning when we gotta cut back. You don't like we're the only group of people who like you ain't cool if you don't have your own place. Like you're not gonna get no girl if you ain't got your own place in the car. You ain't, where you gonna go? Where you gonna take me? Where you, are you see what I'm saying? And these are things mama, that you got. Yeah, you got and saved up in the bank right now. Right. You can have three hundred and fifty in the bank, but you at your hold on. You at your mama house, and even if your mom lives in your house, it's like, wait, hold on. You live, your mama live. You live with your mama. It's still a thing, but that's a that once again it comes back to our mindset. So we take it out of what I want first. To what we need for you feel what I'm saying so like like I said we can butt heads and have an argument but no matter what that's my people right like he's like I might have to wipe his butt one day that sucks to say but it's true like uh, you, know what, you know what I'm saying though so like I get it and that's why I'm always going to keep him close and tight and I'm going to make sure everything good but no matter what we do have to understand some of those things that they were doing then wasn't going to help us in that mindset of integrating and being a part of stuff and conforming to what we need to do and just um, dress nice and be nice and be proper they'll do it the right way ain't gonna work because Martin Luther King and them they had on church seats bro and they were standing on that bridge and five minutes after they took that picture they got their ass whooped it's nothing that we can do the right way you see what I'm saying in their eyes to make it right so what we need to do is figure out our own way we need to make a way as this group of young 30 something intelligent people with a little bit of something going on for themselves so we can, like, change it. Because yeah, I think that man. we can. I think there's an, enough of us who are like-minded like that. And I and I think some of us won't go, but I, don't, I just don't know how we connect both because most of us who grew up in the 80s, a lot of us, their, the parent issue is, is another, that's a, whole, that's a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I know a lot of people who don't like their parents because of things that they went through in the 80s, 90s, or you know what I'm saying, that, that era. Right. People who won't talk to their dads and their moms because they didn't get to see them all their life. People who, you know what I'm saying, dads and moms are dead through that. And that's, exactly. I think, another issue that we have from that era because... The drugs. Well, no, it's a disconnect because think about all the parents oh. that was lost. So, like, say, like, all right, you're a mom, right, and you want it. And you're doing weird stuff in the house, right? You get some groceries, you sell it. You're selling the TV, you're taking stuff. We leave and we're getting evicted. We're having to move around. we in whatever, right? All of these bad things are happening. As a kid and you're seeing that and you see all these other things on TV at least, you're like, man, this ain't it. Like, you know it ain't it. Like, you know you don't want to do this. And it's hard to say, oh, I respect this person because you see what they're doing. Once you get a certain age, you know that this person's going to tell you. You know somebody's in jail. You know what happened with the real situation or you get to an age and you know and you're like damn it's like that and it changes kind of your perspective of what it is right and i think we have a huge part of our demographic who are going through that and it's you know it's kind of a glass ceiling for us right mm-hmm. i mean i i again i respect it but i also personally think that some of those things that our parents did weren't that bad as far as no 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 they were not all of them different things we need to take stuff from we do we have to 
in the bag. Yeah. The good from everything is about exactly. balance, man. Yeah, it's not yes. about just throwing everything off to the side and being like, "Nah, I'm not doing anything." They did because some of those things they did were very, bro, like were very don't get me wrong. Smart like tactics. I eat, we we ate dinner at seven thirty tonight. All five of us, my whole family sits at the table every single night, bro. I swear to you. I understand the old school cuts, and those are the things that I think we should keep. That old school heart, like that's that's what we need. That old school, but at the same time, they were like that because at, they was all getting beat up, so they had to be like, nah, we back to back together because they gonna fuck with us. And right now, we have a lot of people who I think is some different. It's like, all right, so let's just say me, right? And I talk to the old church group, and I'm like, Joe Biden ain't good. And he's like, y'all must appoint Trump. And I'm like, no. Joe Biden has 47 years of bad things. Kamala's done this, this, and this. She's lied and done this. And I can give them 100 facts, and they'll be like, nah, you just like Trump. And they don't want to have the conversation because I'm older than you, and I haven't, I, you don't know enough. So if, if I'm there, and you're not even going to let me open the door, and I've given you facts, I've showed you that I've at least studied or read a little on this, and I want to present this in a way that at least we can have the, the factual portion of it. So we can really talk about just just bipartisan politics, if that's what we're going to talk about. But we can't even get to that point with a lot of them, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that part. A lot of old, older people are definitely, you know, stuck in their ways, and they, they don't want to listen to the younger people. But at the same time, we, we don't always have, like, the argument of Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. For the younger people I've seen, like, they're always trying to say, you know, we don't want Biden for this reason. But it, it, there's only two options. There was, uh, there was always only two options, you know. what would, What's the better solution is what I think we ended up with, in my opinion, personally. What, what, why do you, not why do you, what, what's the combative part? Like, why does it always have to be mentioned, like, uh, the, the negative of whatever those people, Biden, Kamala, because she, she actually has a lot of, of positive things she did in the black community but, that I could mention too, but it's it's always seeming like the negative is always the part that we like to mention, like, as far as, our, especially our black women go, like, you know what I mean? She got a thousand positive can, things she's done. At the same time, she was never a black woman until this election. Her political career was... She, she, she wasn't. She didn't say that or say that she wanted to do that. I understand that she had the same skin as you. But saying what black that person got to say? I don't Dominicans, want to Dominicans are blacker than me, with nappier head than me, and they don't like a lot of black people. In Dykeman, New York, this year, they were talking about hitting black people over the head. In Chicago, police was helping them do the same thing. They literally but talk you, about you it don't, all the time. You don't walk around every day having to announce that you're black, my, my brother. Exactly, but if I if I had if I had a Spanish accent, I wouldn't have to say I was Spanish either. She don't have a Spanish. Hey, can I chime in here? This is Wes. Can I chime in here? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so the brother who was talking about uh, the Kamala Harris not self-identifying as black, I totally agree with that as well. So I'm on the same page that she might share my skin color, but she's never self-identified with the black struggle or the black diaspora. So I'm not going to put her over because she shares my skin color, even though she has done things on paper and with the law that's counterproductive 
to the advancement of my people. So if you blindly ignore that fact, which is a fact, and say we need to support her regardless because she shares your skin color versus what she self-identify as and what she has done against your people, it's a false narrative and a false attitude to have. You need to represent yourself as facts and the useful set facts. What's the alternative, though? The alternative is removing your, you remove yourself from a political system that has nothing to do with you. You take your one hundred, your one, one trillion and two dollars and one point two trillion dollars that you spend annually, and you take that out of the economy over five years. They will have to come to you with some type of tangible because they need that money back. Bankers and all of these people in corporate offices, they have to get gains because it justifies them getting paid four and eight and ten and fifteen million dollars annually. Hey, Jew, I'm that's, like, that's how. I'm on board with you in regards that to that part. But guess what? That power point is Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, I'm on board with you over on, on the economic part of everything, right? Yeah. But you also have somebody in office that's clearly not in, and yet that's not working for you at all. What? What has his legis- no blame one legislation that he has done that has hurt me? I don't care if people say I'm a dick or I'm ass or I'm a nigger or whatever. I don't care about what they say. I'm talking about the policies that hurt me. We just talked about a whole era so of we not, we, you, and the guy who's in office. No, but the guy on government, and now you're talking about what policy government has did to, to hurt you. Like, if you're not going to rely, no, on them, he helped rely on them at all. Don't, we're not. No, it does, listen, you're still governed by them, right? So even if you don't vote and you're not a part of that system, because black people helped him win, yes or no? Now, black, black people, people didn't help him win. Um, Joe Biden, for a fact. Especially yeah, Georgia. Yeah, of course. And the other two, black right? Men, so let's just... Uh, we're black men voted well, for Trump. But listen, 80, 80, okay, listen, 80% of black men who voted, voted for Joe Biden, period. So yeah, there was 20% of coons and that's going to happen. That is what it is. A lot of them were immigrants as well. And if we're talking about numbers... 56% of Mexican voted for him, and that motherfucker tried to build a wall and had a whole campaign against him. That's all I'm saying, bro. We got we to gotta understand what we're talking about here when it comes to the politics of it, because, listen, Donald Trump says dickhead stuff. Joe Biden does stuff that has ruined a whole community over the last 47 years. Kamala Harris, let's not even talk about her political past. Let's talk about right now and what she said on the campaign trail. No, I'm not going to do nothing specifically for black people. That's what she said. I can't vote for somebody who doesn't do that for me and my family because I'm not Spanish, I'm not LGBT, and honestly, criminal reform don't fucking help me because I'm not a criminal either. Like, can you please, can you send that to me? Because I, I hate to... Yes, she did. Send that to me, please. I definitely will. Right. Kamala Harris has definitely said, no, I will not do anything for black people at all. Kamala Harris, out of her mouth. And Joe Biden she actually said the same exact thing. That's what I'm saying. So we're at a point now where we got Joe Biden, who we know 47 years of just shit. And he's like literally specifically attacked black people for like 50 years straight. This is specific. Only us. Only us, right? And Kamala, who for her short tenure basically only attack black people. So, like, Donald Trump don't have no legislation against me. He had legislation against Mexicans and Arabs. That helped you. When they got out, that gave us jobs. Just like in D.C. three months ago, when they took them dudes off the job and fought for because Mary and Barry put in 
good place that you had to employ 80% of the people from the fourth ward on any of your construction jobs. But Marion Barry wasn't a good guy because he did a drug one time and he was set up. But his people benefit from it today. Whereas they're trying to get illegals on there so they can cut the budget and make more money off of you. And then put a black person into, what, by 2060, nothing? Come on, man. Like, we, we, that's what I'm saying. Like, we got to get to a point where we don't have to, if we're not going to be a part of it, we don't have to be a part of it. But no matter what, we live here. And we built most of it, so we, we hold ownership on it. So they owe us money. And, yeah, that's all it really comes to. And we got to look out for us first. Nobody else is, like, cutting the neighbor's yard when their grass is as high as their weight. It doesn't make sense for us. Hi, this is Sheba speaking. I missed, I just came in at the tail end of what you were saying, and I yeah. totally agree with you. I don't know if you mentioned this, you probably already did, but can we please get rid of the symbolism? I'm so damn disgusted with this, like, pandering symbolism bullcrap. It's like, they'll do anything to not give us reparations and tangibles for our community, but they are blatantly disrespecting us by giving so much tangible to everybody else around us. And it's like, really? You want to put Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill? Who cares? We don't yeah. care about that no more. There was a yeah. time where that mattered. That's over. And well, Beyonce never mattered to me. I'm sorry, let me try to no, cut you never, off. But that, it never, no, it never, never really mattered because $20 spend the same as $20 spend. You see what I'm saying? So it's... it's that's cool and all, but we can I'm if we put everybody in a better position. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. And we was like, yeah, we about to get the twenty. Right. Yeah, but exactly. But like I said, it comes to if we're, if if we're gonna get the the older and the, like I said, the older generation, we tomorrow's one hundred percent right. We need to definitely take everything good from that. We need to take that family, that love, that structure, that respect and humility. That's what we need to take from the older older generation. And I would say that right now very openly. We need to bring that back. It's like, it shouldn't be empowering to pop your ass. It shouldn't be cool to do wrong things, bro. Like, we don't have to do that. We don't have to be subject to that. And I don't, I don't think that's what you came here to, you know, that's what we were put here to be. We're not criminals. We ain't wrong people. You ain't bad. Think about everything that black people even produce now just for society and the way culture follows you. It, it can't be wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, so can I can I say I wanted to yeah. ask? Is it Jamal? Yeah. Um, okay, I yeah, wanted to kind of, I wanted you to kind of elaborate a little bit about what you were saying and your perspective on it because a lot of people share your same viewpoint, um, and I think that is something that I have never had a chance to really hear or listen to that viewpoint because. I have been around most people who do not share that viewpoint, but I'd love to like let you f- like say what you were saying about um, Kamala Harris because clearly she is the vice president. So now we are underneath this, and so we can't we can't say what we coulda, woulda, shoulda, or what we wish didn't happen because she's here and he's here, and this is where we live. So now that they're here and now that they've won, there's. Now the conversation needs to be, you know, forward, I guess. So what were you saying just to? Well, my my viewpoint is simple. Um, We had a president in office that uh, 
hundred and something elected judges, not one of them black. We had a whole bunch of, of, of different policies that were put in place. There was nothing directly that affected any black person. Everybody's giving that man a lot of credit for helping him. Jews saying over here that nothing that he did affected him. It actually helped him some type of way with the Mexicans. Uh, and people being uh, restricted from coming over here. But to me, I'm, I'm not a... I'm going to always give a black woman a chance, period. I, I'm sorry that the, the other gentleman that was speaking as well, saying that you shouldn't just go up and I'm always going to get my mama black. My mom looked like Kamala. And, and to me personally, I already saw what Donald Trump did and nothing he did helped me. Nothing. To me. I ain't making no more you, money. But, I didn't make but did no you make money. any less? Did you make less? Hey, I, I, I know, I know his first, I know his first year in office. AT and T gave me a thousand dollar bonus. I'm just saying though, right? But listen, Duke, listen, Duke. Me personally, I'm, a, I'm a solution based person. You could put, Ju you could put Julius, Junius in office, and I'm gonna make money. You could put, you could put Rich Crackers in office, and I'm gonna make money. That's fine, but everybody ain't you, and that's what I'm saying. That low income don't that's have those problem. opportunities and those things. No, it ain't the problem that's because the there problem. ain't no people to hire them. I, you know what? What do you mean? The same people that's gonna hire that—that's uh, not gonna hire them. Not gonna hire me either. What no, that's not about? the same. I'm gonna Listen find a me. way. Why is it not no, the same though? Why am I not the same type? Yeah, okay, please. so listen. Here's here's what it is. Okay, here's how it's set up. This world is set up so some black there's rich black people all over this world. There's black billionaires. You know that, right? But we don't own any of the primary land. We have no power in any of the government all over this world. It's not a lack of education. It's yes, it women. is because you, the, the same thing. You so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Black women are the highest educated by population. I'm not talking about right that. now. I'm not no, talking but about you're that. talking about lack I'm of education. It ain't lack no, of education. No, no. What, what are, uh, education doesn't just come from colleges. Education comes from things that you get. I'm sitting up here. I invest every every day now. I didn't know that before. That was a lack of education. Exactly. That's but that, that's and that's doing. also not given to us. But, but that's knowing, also not given to us. Knowing that land is better. There, there was a man. What, what's the dude, the basketball player? That the first, you don't even know who he is. His name like Bruce Maxwell or something like that. He was given oh, he played equity. for the, okay. He, mm -hmm. Right, he was given equity uh, by Nike instead of, uh, but he took a million dollars instead of the equity because he had a lack of education. He didn't know that that equity in the long run exactly. was going to be worth $3.4 billion. Million dollars. million dollars that was in his face. So it's a lack of oh. education, my no, friend. No, 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 no. So why? So let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though. No, but let me ask you this, though. Why would you take a million dollars when you know it's about to be three, you three don't know or whatever? You don't you know. Don't okay, know so what I'm it's saying is of, this. No, but he knew right then he was hungry. Why would anybody sell their butthole or, or do prostitution or jump? Why would you do that unless you're not hungry? People don't do this shit because they want to. That's what that's the insinuation you're making. I did, I did not say that's, that's the insinuation. That's what you're, that's, you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say that. I would never say that. You're putting words in my mouth, brother. I said that it, that was a lack of education. He took he took the money because that's what he knew. That's what he saw he needed. He was playing basketball. He was still getting a contract. So he it, it wasn't like he wasn't getting paid from the NBA. This was additional. This was a bonus. 
I don't even. I, listen, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. No, 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 I don't pay. Why to harm black? Excuse me. What'd you say? I'm sorry. What'd you say? What did you say? Hey, this is this is what I'm trying to ask. Thanks for amending me. What has he done, policy wise, that has harmed black people besides sticks and stones' words? Sticks this, and stones. This, the same. This is gonna be an endless. This is gonna be an agree to disagree situation because you can't name something that has helped me either. What has irrelevant? Say something. He didn't do anything to help or hurt you. I haven't gotten anything from Joe Biden that's going to hurt or help but, me yet either. So okay, so look, you're right, you're right, you're right. So but we, we all, we, but what I'm saying here's, here's, here's what I'm saying. Once again, the solution is no matter what, and no matter what, that's what that's exactly where we're going. Because no matter what, no matter the solution for black people is to not spend. You have a trillion dollar annual spending habit, and the things that we spend money on don't make sense. We own more Benzes, more clothes and more of the nothing than everybody else. So I think we need to cut back for at least a couple of generations, just to be honest. I think a lot of the things that we're doing now, spending-wise, don't help us. Mm-hmm. I think, do. So, yeah. do you know, do you, do you know where we can shop at that's just a black grocery No, so, okay, so that's the caveat to that. Because white people own everything, right? That's a lie, because down in the West End, there's a... There's a there's okay, a yes, yes, black. yes, so they're all black, they're all black we grocery stores, yes. We black, but we don't, we, we're not so even... We like, talk, all I wear is black clothes, you can look at my thing every day. All yeah, of my no stuff solution. is that. I don't go, there is a solution, you don't, the solution is, you can go to Clark Anderson Power Anonymous. The first one is an economic base. The first one is an economic base. I'm giving you a solution over and over. We spend a trillion dollars annually. I know for a fact, everyone on this call... Everyone that's going to listen to this later and everyone that may hear this in the world has money that they spend monthly that they can cut back and put to something better. For a fact. And I know as black people we can do that. So what's savings. That? Just hold it. 
hold that shit for five generations so your fucking grandkids can buy it. Who cares? That's what they've been doing, transferring wealth. You, you don't get nothing. You don't buy nothing. They all go because they didn't really have to because they have all the land. 87 percent it's $5 right. million. That, there, was, there, was, there was over $5 billion within this last week that just transferred hands. Through to who? Something called investing. Right? To who? To who? Something to who? I understand people. that. I have coins. Exactly. I'm in. My man's is on it. I get it. No, it's not just save your money. Put it under your Most black people in general... If you're going to go into an investment, you're going to buy some McDonald's or some old bullshit that's not going to jump, and you got eight or ten, fifty, even fifteen hundred dollars in that, you might you might go up a dollar or two per and get a thousand dollars. That's not going to change no generation. That's, that's, that's not. Also, that's you're going to. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. Look at the main ones. What did you say? The stock market itself moves ten percent yearly. So you put in, if you find and you put it into. Yep. Mm-hmm. The S and P five hundred. You could put that same thousand dollars that you're gonna put in the bank. That's gonna collect three cents. It's not. It's three not. It's, I don't. Of first off. First off. Into something uh, that's gonna actually make it to money. Exactly. I'm just saying, like if we. So you're, you're holding on to assets is what you're saying, sir. You're holding on to assets yeah, is what you're saying. saying. But what you're what you're saying. That's that's still savings. Kanye's wealth is five hundred million dollars of property, sir. He's just holding on to stuff, and that's saving. That is, that is saving your money. Investing is saving. That's a part of it. But also, the regular people. I'm talking about people who make twelve. Fifth, stop. Listen to me. Twelve, fifteen dollars an hour. All right. Those people who are making it check to check and don't, who can't really get out there and just live for real, for real, for real. And every other weekend, you you mess it all off and you back to nothing, bro. Those people. They need to start to do that so then they can have a lump sum to put into that. Then they can take their 401k once they get vested from their job and move it into stock. I get what you're saying, bro. Me and you started working at Comcast, bro. When I left Comcast, when I was working at Comcast, I also worked at Best Buy. I worked at two different places and invested my bread to make sure that I got this. Nobody can't tell me about coming from the bottom and make yes, happen. that's fine, Nobody but you're the anomaly. That. Stop saying no, that. Yeah, if that was the case, case, everybody would do it. What you're saying is every black person doesn't want to do that. Stop saying that. Not. That's not that's not a fair statement. I made and my mom made it. She used to get robbed every fucking week, nigga. So no, I'm not. She's the Richter level of Freddie Mac now. My dad made it out of nothing, motherfucker. That's fine. But what I'm saying is every other Again, person can't do it. that. It is set up so we won't win. Bro, it's set not. up so you don't win. It's set up so you don't win. It is set up. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't work on the defeatist mindset like that. That's like, cool. You, that is awesome. That is awesome. It's set awesome. up so I can't win. It's set up so I can't win. No, motherfucker, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna win regardless. Yes, that's cool. That's, that's cool. Me. But we're talking about a whole group of people, and you keep the first thing you said was everybody says they're gonna be self and they're gonna be one and they're gonna be this and they're gonna be that, but you're not even talking about. Everybody else who ain't you. No, you're not. What you're saying is pull yourself up by the bootstraps like white people say, bro. That's what you're saying right now. Bro. So we have to get over this individualism. That is a big part of our problem. That's what he. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. Oh, I'm not going to affect me and my family. We have to look at what's going to affect the group. But listen, I, I understand that. I understand that completely. What I'm saying is this, though. I'm saying that we, we as a people can't continue to do these same 
things have the same mindset that that you're talking about right now. Not you, Miss. Oh. You. And, 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 and think that we're going to get some different results off of it. You're it's not going to happen. It's not gonna happen. Listen, nobody, nobody's saying that. But you can't tell people to pull themselves up by their bootstrap. What we I'm have not to do nobody to pull is up by one come together. Yeah, I'm you're basically you know, saying I'm not everything saying that is that's fine, that and people, we're gonna make we're gonna make lemons out of it regardless, regardless. Because as I stated a hundred times, this over four hundred years we've been pushed down. The rules have been changed, and we still are coming up. No matter what, we, they've created a super sapient out of us exactly. because we've always the had it. I understand that. I understand that. Everything. That's cool. I get it. I respect that. But you why? Is those talking about what the white man did to us then. No. Like, First off, we're talking about that because white supremacy is the biggest problem that we have. We have to combat that. It is. And to, and to do that, and to... And to do that, one, we got to come together, and you can't think because you're doing all right, another nigga ain't right. That's I'm one. That's, the, that's one of the first solutions that we do. That's what you're saying. You're saying, I made it, so everybody else going to, but everybody nigga, don't have to. Stop this. putting words in my mouth. Boy, I did not what are you that. saying? What are you saying, that. sir? One what are you saying? What are you saying? One you're saying get rid of the attitude. That's the same thing that all those white people always said. I've heard that from them. Literally, I've heard that from I've heard that from white people. Black people need to get rid of that attitude. Like all these things ain't bad happening to them when they're literally creating legislation to hurt you actively by the day. Let's stop this whole immigration thing. Is to dilute black population to hurt us. They're all going to say things and go against us, and they all have. There's a word called Nakata. Africans call us a bad name. Motherfucker, was it uh, the joint from Puerto Ricans? Mighty Calm, Manita, Manache, whatever, whatever. You know what it is. So let's stop with that other, oh, we need to stop doing that. No, what we need to do is understand that, one, don't nobody fuck with you and ain't nobody going to fuck with you. And we're going to have to do it together. But if the way you spend the money now, you're saying, oh, just go invest. Them niggas just going to waste that shit off. They don't have the knowledge to do that first. But if they get a lump sum together, then you can take a quick little course and get certified and all that thing. So and then you can start to invest your money and move around. But why... Why would we tell people to continue to live the same life and do these things or to even invest the little money that they don't have now? That's what I'm saying. These people don't have, most people don't have that. So the minimum income is like 27 k If you don't, have, don't have no money to invest. Wait, hold on. I don't believe that. I got to say saying, that, something on if that. You're tell, if you're going to tell somebody that they should save their money, right? Bro, that, money you're, you're saving. That's what you just said. Save your money. You said save a lump sum and then you can start your investment or going to what you would like to say, do. No, you don't need a lump sum to invest, though. That's what I'm saying. You, you're saying save right. money, but then most niggas don't got enough money to save. It, it, that's, Bro, they, that's, they don't have enough money to just invest. Well, what, wait, hold on. I don't believe that. $20. There are fractional things that you can invest. You can invest. Yeah, yeah, but wait, wait, hold on. I got, I got to jump in. I got to jump in, guys. How you doing? This is Corey. I've been listening. Hey, Corey. It's like, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, for a person who just started doing the, the stock thing, people are not going to understand fractional shares. Learning card. Learning card. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to understand that. So when somebody says, oh, I need a stock uh, a stock and investment, they're trying to say, like, some, like, well, one person's saying they need a lump sum so they know, okay, whatever they consider to be purchasing in, they have the, at least the means to invest that number.